Ezra International presents. Out of exile into the promised land. I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. Today, Jews are returning to Israel in great numbers in fulfillment of Bible prophecy, and we as the body of Christ are called by God to meet their need to return home. Hello and welcome to this week's program of Out of Exile into the Promised Land. We have with us in the studio today our Executive Director of Ezra Canada and we're going to be talking in the program about how Ezra International is now working throughout Canada to, to help educate the body of Christ about this great end time regathering of God's people. So stay tuned, won't you? What if you heard that your next door neighbor was hungry? Would you feed them? What if you saw a friend being attacked because of racism, the color of their skin, or their nationality? Would you come to their rescue? What if you knew that your own family member was cold, or scared, or sick, or dying? Would you do everything in your power to help them? Jesus calls us to make a difference. And today you can. The Jewish people are experiencing brutal hate crimes against them all over the world. And many are in need of finding a home. Their home is Israel. Visit EzraInternational.org and give your gift of hope before time runs out. Welcome again to Out of Exile in the Promised Land. We're certainly excited and, and delighted and blessed that you have chosen to be with us today. We have another uh, great program for you. Uh, we have our executive director of Ezra Canada visiting back down from the land of the north uh, with us today, Reverend Roy Trepanier. Isn't that right? Roy, welcome back. Glad to be back, Barry. Good to have you back on the set and back in the United States for a while. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, listen, I understand that things are really uh, beginning to break uh, free. Free in Canada, wow, a thought just came to mind. I wanted to share the scripture uh, with our viewing audience because it's so important and uh, it really, uh, really is the foundation for everything we're doing around the world, but obviously in Canada as well. And of course, it's from Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 22. Okay. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. See, not what Reverend Roy says or uh, Barry Wagner, but this is what the Sovereign Lord says, See, I will beckon or call unto the Gentiles, that's us, if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile, uh, I will lift up my banner to the peoples, the Gentile people, and they will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their shoulders. I believe wholeheartedly, beloved, he was speaking to the body of Christ, and guess what, Reverend Roy, that includes Canadians. Canadian Gentiles. That's right. To Canada's be involved, full of Gentiles. To, to be involved in the regathering of his people to the land of Israel. Yes, sir. So how are we going about that in Canada? Well, we're speaking in as many church pulpits as possible. Mm -hmm. 
over 30 to date, and I believe I have another 20 coming up between now and the end of the year. Oh, wonderful. Which is exciting. Yeah. I'm really excited because once I get that morning, Sunday morning schedule filled in, yeah. then I can start working on Sunday evening services. Right. Yeah. And once then once they're filled in, we get some midweek Bible studies in. Sure, sure. <laughs> we'll uh, bring this message to anybody who listens. I've spoken from groups as small as 10 to as many as 1,000. Uh-huh, yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I have a lot of pastors tell me, and you will no doubt hear this if you haven't already, well, Barry, I'd love to have you come into my church, but we're such a small church. And I, you know what I say to them? I said, Pastor, Jesus wasn't impressed with numbers, and neither is Barry Wagner. Amen. Ezra International isn't impressed with numbers. Uh, I will travel anywhere to speak to a handful of people, if necessary, to bring this important message to them and to help them understand how they're to be involved in this. And I do the same in the North. I do the same. Um, I tell them, uh, I don't even look at numbers. I just say something like, uh, well, you know, <laughs> if there's 10 or 20 or 50 or 100, God will make sure that whoever he wants there is there. They'll be there by divine appointment. Amen. Exactly right. And uh, you were so gracious to, the first time I came into Canada to be with you, uh, you had arranged a uh, service with me with a pastor. His name is Pastor Tech, Filipino. And uh, I'm telling you, when I walked into that church for the first time and saw the wall in his lobby, was the western wall <laughs> very much <laughs> like this i knew it was in the right place that's right but you know what what really impressed me with that church uh, they were all filipinos uh i think most of them if not all of them spoke english which was a wonderful thing i didn't need a translator interpreter but uh before i got started on that message i don't know if you remember uh, maybe a congregation of 300 people yep i asked the congregation i said how many of you have been to israel and almost a third of the hands went up in that congregation, almost a hundred people. I said, I, this is unbelievable. Even in large churches that I go to, Roy, is I don't find that kind of response. And then and when I questioned Pastor Tech about that, he says to me, he said, the reason so many have gone is because this is a part of my uh, extension, part of my ministry, uh, pulpit uh, ministry to take Christian pilgrims from my fellowship my goal is to have every one of my people eventually visit the land of Israel. And that man's going to do it. Absolutely. The Lord put Israel on his heart mm -hmm. about 10 years ago mm -hmm. and asked him to do something about his people. Now, he didn't know what to do then, and his congregation was maybe 180, mm -hmm. 150 to 180. Mm -hmm. So he came up with this idea of having a day to honor Israel at yeah. a park in Toronto. It's in the east end of Toronto. It's, a, it's, a, it's called Earl Bales Park, and it's a big Jewish park. So he mm -hmm. did it kind of as an outreach. And his daughter is a, is a he's got some beautiful daughters, yes, and they're, they're, they're dancing, Israeli dance mm -hmm. and worship and music. And, and they took the whole church. The whole church got involved in mm -hmm. this. And they learned Israeli dance, yeah. Israeli song. And they put skits in little different dances with just with like uh, bamboo poles mm -hmm. so that when they're done dancing they all come together and it forms a star, star of David. David yes and uh, last year I was honored to be invited to bring a prayer for Canada mm -hmm. uh, it's in the back of, of this park and there's a, a natural band shell back there that holds about 800 people mm -hmm. well it's up to about 600 last year mm -hmm. 
and I brought the message, a brief message and a prayer for Canada. And it's just mushroomed like this fall, I expect we're going to have over a thousand people come out to this Jewish outreach. Mm -hmm. They're up to a full two hours of song and dance. Praise you think God. you're in Israel. Yeah, praise God. It is beautiful beyond sure. imagination. Sure it is. And uh, I bring more. Every church I speak to, I email them back. Come on out, get your people out to the park. I promote it as much as I can. Yeah. And they're attracting the Jewish population in that area as well. Mm -hmm. They're very well known now after 10 years. But God has honored this congregation to now they're over 300. Yes. And now they're moving into their new church Yes. Uh, very, very shortly, they've got the zoning approval, and uh, well, you had featured them in your quarterly magazine. Yes. Yeah. And uh, because of their love for Israel, it's very rare to find such a large group of people that right. have a heart for Israel. Right. And uh, I've remained friends with them. We speak to them almost on a monthly basis. Yeah. And we visit quite often, and uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful bunch of. Israeli loving God's oh, they people. are they are and uh, I know that he will succeed in his uh, his dream his oh, goal absolutely. to have his entire congregation in Israel eventually everyone will visit at least once and you just shared with me as we were preparing for this program that he and his probably his wife and uh, some of the people from his church will be in Jerusalem yep. in October for the Feast of Tabernacles there put on by the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. Sure. We will be there as their international as exhibitors. And I'm uh, and uh, for those of you who are watching today, I'm going to get this man on camera, <laughs> and uh, we will uh, we will have him on the program by way of video uh, in one of the, the, the future programs. Uh, the the world needs to hear this man. And one of the most humble men he I is. have ever met. He is. Him and his wife both still work full-time. Is that right? I didn't know that. The congregation of 300, they both work full-time. Putting everything he has into the work. It's just uh, amazing. God. And Praise God has blessed them for yes, it. Yes, yes. That's going to be a lovely church, uh, new facility for him when yep. it gets done. He had me in there. Remember, we went in and prayed It'll for... It'll a uh, thousand people. Prayed for the, uh, the construction and all of that. Uh, and boy, that was that was a cold day up there in January. I think it was in Canada. What uh, I'm from Orlando. What am I doing in Canada in the winter time? But there were no mosquitoes. Yeah, that, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Almost no Barry Wagner. Uh, but uh, so this is happening all over the world. In fact, in that same newsletter, uh, and if you haven't signed up to get our newsletters uh, during our break, you're going to have an opportunity to do that. But in that same newsletter on the back page, I featured a church in Papua New Guinea. That's right. In the, in, in the high country, in the mountains of Papua New Guinea, who love Israel. Uh, folks, these people have nothing. They actually have nothing. They come to church in their bare feet, and yet they come together for teachings on Israel. They have seminars, uh, uh, probably a congregation of six, seven hundred people. And if I recall, even though they have nothing, they sent a check for a thousand dollars. I think it was about fifteen hundred, actually. For Israel to yeah, support. Yeah. Get the people back to the land. Yeah. And, and you see, this is what's happening all over the world. God is dropping this love in the uh, uh, Gentiles' hearts, Christian believers' hearts for the for Israel and for his people. And uh, they they said to a friend of mine uh, who used to work in Papua New Guinea as a Bible translator, uh, we we want to we want to help God's people return to the land. 
and they didn't know who to contact. They didn't know who was helping them. And so uh, my friend who's an author, and I sell his books on my table, uh, Victor Schlater from Australia, uh, he said, uh, I know the people. And he put us in, them in touch with Ezra International through him and sent their offering in. It took them almost two years to raise that. But my friends, we're so thankful that the people around the world are becoming a part of, of this end-time ministry. So right now we're going to take a, a short break to let you uh, know how you can become involved just as that tribe in Papua New Guinea became involved in Pastor Tech's church. So stay tuned. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest to Buenos Aires, Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. Their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle. And it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time. To the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day. And you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together. Welcome back. Uh, we're just having a delightful time here with our executive director of Ezra Canada, uh, talking about how God is opening doors there in the, the land of the north. And uh, you've just had an opportunity to become a part of what God is doing in this end time. So uh, uh, we want to discuss further about all that's happening there in the, in our, uh, in the land of the north, just north of us. Uh, we have a wonderful working relationship with Canada, and uh, so we want to. We just want to see this message of uh, the Aliyah, the Jews returning, to cover all of Canada. I want to pick up on something you said about the Holy Spirit moving on people around yes. the world. Yes, I'm seeing that more and more in the churches that I speak at. Mm -hmm. I mentioned Pastor Tech earlier. Ten years ago, the Lord spoke to him. Uh, but today, it's happening more and more frequently. It is. Uh, uh, two, two months ago, I spoke in a church, and afterwards, we had lunch with the pastor, and he was telling me how the Lord had just started to open him up to God's plan for his chosen. The man has been a pastor for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And none of these scriptures ever, like yourself and myself, there were scriptures, but mm -hmm. it never had any special meaning. We never grasp the full revelation of them. But now it. there is divine revelation yes. coming to the body of Christ mm -hmm. globally. Mm -hmm. I hear about it in different nations through missionaries yes. and pastors, uh, friends that I know in different countries. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a move of the Holy Spirit regarding His people Israel. Yes. And I believe that we're coming to a point we're about this close to a major schism happening in the church, in society, and in the world mm -hmm. over the burdensome stone. Yes, yeah, it's uh, I believe that before too long, people are going to have, they're going to be forced to make a choice. To make a decision. Whose side are they on? Yeah. Israel or the world? Mm -hmm. The Palestinians or the Jews? Mm -hmm. God 
of the devil. Mm -hmm. So this is going to cause internal strife in families and in churches sure. and congregations. And some are going to take the right stand and stand mm -hmm. with God and his chosen people. And others are going to totally reject it and pick the wrong side. I believe it's happening now. It's already started. Yeah, yeah it is. And uh, it certainly is. as we go into the fall of this year, I think we're going to see that come to fruition tremendously mm -hmm. because of the way world events are shaping up right now. Yes, yes. Uh, you're, ex you're exactly right. And uh, the day is going to come when each of us, not only as a nation, but as individuals, as churches, are going to have to take a stand and uh, decide where we stand. Uh, and th there's, uh, there's real uh, problems not standing with God. Uh, we're, you know, we're not just talking about standing with Israel and the Jewish people, uh, which we must do, but as we stand with them, we're standing with God. Because well, this is God's plan for them, not ours. What I, part of what I tell congregations when I speak is that the, quote, Western church uh, has kind of forgotten that our, their, when they say our Jesus was a Jew, mm -hmm. they have made him into a blonde-haired, blue-eyed yes, Gentile. Boss, okay? <laughs> Where in reality, he was a Jewish rabbi. He, he was, was a Torah-believing, feast-observing Jewish rabbi who taught in the synagogues. Mm -hmm. I think we've also forgotten that as well that the Jews had God for 4,000 years before we got invited to join the family, <laughs> yes. to get grafted onto their root. That's right. And boy, once you hook onto that root and that vine, you start getting that flow, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it really does. Oh my goodness. In fact, I was speaking in a church in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota uh, two weeks ago. And uh, I was teaching the Sunday school class prior to the main uh, service, and I was sharing with them about how, you know, the land of Israel uh, is uh, a Jewish homeland. It's their land. It's a covenant land and all that. And uh, then I was sharing with them how our church fathers uh, from the third century on has taken everything of the Hebraic roots that we're connected to out of our faith, out of our churches, out of our uh, worship experience. Right. And I was just saying that when we reconnect to the root, the olive tree, the Christian experience just expands. Well, I had, I had one man standing off uh, to the side. He said, yeah, but what about, uh, what about Acts chapter 15 where God said, you know, we don't have, we don't have to be circumcised. We don't, you know, we, there's four things you can't do. Eat blood, sacrifice to animals, drink blood and all that. And, and I said, well, that's true. There's nothing inaccurate about that at all. And no one's saying that God wants us to become Jewish. That's not it. But there's nothing wrong with us reconnecting to our Hebraic roots, our rich Hebraic roots. Well, later, uh, before the main service, he was back at my book table and he said, you know, he said, Reverend Wagner, he said, I don't know if I like you calling Jesus Yeshua. I said, well, why not? That was his name, That's Yeshua. What his mother called him. <laughs> That's what his mother Miriam called him. I said, uh, Jesus was his Greek name. And uh, he said, uh, you know, but what it, I was sensing in my spirit, there was an element there in that gentleman of anti-Semitism, yeah. you know. He said, well, uh, he said, we shouldn't be calling him Yeshua. I said, well, his mother Miriam, when it was time for lunch, didn't get stand out uh, in front of her Come and get it, Yeshua. Say, uh, uh, hey, Jesus, it's time to eat. She would say, Yeshua, 
it's time to, to in, in Hebrew, obviously, and I know they spoke Aramaic and they spoke uh, Greek, uh, but uh, certainly uh, Hebrew as well. So uh, he was a Hebrew, a Hebrew of Hebrews, right? And uh, she would have called him Yeshua. But uh, whether you call him Yeshua or Jesus, it's really irrelevant. Uh, but uh, we just need to remember who he is and, and uh, that he, he is a Jewish rabbi. Amen. You know, I jokingly say that when we get saved, what happens? Uh, people say, are, are, are you Jewish? I said, well, what happens when we receive Jesus? Well, he comes to live inside of us. I said, well, do you realize you got a Jewish rabbi living in you? <laughs> and it comes as a, a surprise to someone. When we get to heaven, we're going to be speaking Hebrew. I think so. Probably. I think so. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, the eternal language, isn't it? But uh, uh, my goodness, uh, there's so much that we can glean from God's Word. You know, it's estimated there's over 700 scriptures in the Word of God that talks about God gathering His seed, the Jewish people, the children of Israel, back to the land of Israel in the last days. And here's something that the church doesn't know that they should know. I was just reading it again, I think it was yesterday, in Ezekiel, God declares 59 times why why he has such a special heart for Israel. Mm -hmm. And that reason, he says 59 times, so that the nations will know that I am the Lord. Exactly right, yeah. So yeah. they are pivotal, pivotal to God's plan for the world to see God for the entire through world. the Jew. Exactly right. And he also gave them to us as a gift. Yes. They're a light yes. to the Gentiles. Yes. Well, and he said to the Jewish people, he said, and all the nations of the world will be blessed through you. And, and folks, you who are watching my television, we have been blessed by the Jewish people. Where do we think this word came from? <laughs> the word of God that we hold so dear to us came from our Jewish brethren. Every uh, word. Every, every word, uh, except Acts. He was a Gentile, Luke, but uh, uh, the prophets all the prophets of old, uh, the, the apostles. And God says, I do nothing unless I first tell my prophets. Amos chapter 3 and verse 7, surely the sovereign does nothing without revealing his plans to his servants, the, the prophets. prophets. So we must understand that uh, this is a prophetic book. God has already given the, the, uh, the, the roadmap, if you will, to what he's doing in these last days with his people. And uh, we just need to be in tune to what the Spirit is saying and what God is doing in the earth today. Uh, it's, uh, it's something we can't miss. It's something we can't overlook, Roy. And his roadmap is so much more important <laughs> than the other roadmap. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that'll never work and uh, never intended to work just like the Oslo Accords. Right. And uh, that's another whole program, believe me. And we won't get into that today. But uh, uh, God has given us certainly uh, his heart. He's done it through the prophets. And uh, we must heed the words of the prophets throughout the scriptures. Uh, uh, let me share another one with you here from, uh, uh, from Ezekiel 36, uh, beginning with verse 24. And, and I love this. I've shared it on the program before. But, uh, boy, this, if this doesn't get your spiritual uh, blood flowing, nothing will. Where God says in uh, Ezekiel chapter 36, 24, and listen to how many times God uses the word I. He says, for I... God will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. 
I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Isn't that exciting? I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. In verse 27, I love this. And I, God, will put my spirit, that's a capital S in every Bible, which means Holy Spirit, I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and care and be careful to keep my laws. You will live in the land I gave your forefathers. You will be my people <laughs> I mean, and that, I will be your God. That is Hallelujah. the national salvation of Israel. Absolutely. When all Israel shall be saved and it's God's work. Amen. His people. Now, if that scripture touched your heart, here's your possibility to become involved. It was a long, cold winter in Russia this past year. COVID cases were high, and the economy has suffered. For Jewish people trying to make Aliyah to Israel, there have been delays up to seven weeks to get on flights. But now as spring approaches, corona cases are decreasing and some restrictions are lifting. Currently, there are hundreds of Jewish people backlogged and ready to go home to Israel, and thousands more who will follow. The Lord said through Jeremiah that He'd bring back the children of Israel from all the lands. Ezra International has helped over 80,000 poor Jewish people find new hope in Israel. You can be a part of this prophetic fulfillment for only $30 a month for one year. You can help a Jewish person make it home to the land of their biblical destiny. Please visit EzraInternational.org and give the gift of hope today. Welcome back, and we've been having such a wonderful time with uh, Reverend Rory uh, Trepanier, our Executive Director from uh, Canada, and uh, Rory just shared with me during that break that he has one more thought that he wants to leave you with today. Maybe you're feeling, yes, it all makes sense, but you don't have that heart for Israel like you believe you should. I'm a great believer and you have not because you ask not. Amen. Ask God for that divine revelation of his plan for his yeah. people and he will give it to you. Amen. Amen. Uh, my friends, uh, God is the only one that can put this love in your heart for the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. Man can't do it. And he doesn't just give you the love for the Jewish people for the sake of giving it to you. God doesn't work that way. Uh, everything God does, he does for a purpose. And uh, the, that's one thing I want you to know about that, that man can't put that love in your heart for the Jewish people. Only God can, and he does it for such a time as this. So thanks for being with us today. Join us again next week on how, And Still They Come, Israel's Final Return. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest to Buenos Aires, Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. Their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle. And it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time. To the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day. And you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together. <laughs>